yo, yo. This is Street Wave. I'm Dom Chronicles. Nate. Got KJ Dillard on the line. What's up, man? What's good? You know, you're back in KC. You're here chilling with the family, uh, you know, and the friends. How's your, uh, how's it been so far since you've been back? It's been good. I've been relatively busy, you know, like I enjoy having things to do. And since I've been back, it's just been nonstop. So busy with what, sir? If you don't mind me asking. Lots of things. I mean, skating, of course, Um, just seeing friends, uh, hanging out with you and the homies, you know, doing ad libs on verses. Oh, yeah. You know, cameos. I had to get you in the (laughs) studio one time. Random shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you came to our you came to the party too. the. First Friday, you know how was your first Friday? It was the first, first one you've Friday, had in a while. Yeah, so. I mean it was it was lit. I mean I saw a fight, <laughs> <laughs> which me and you before First Friday. Yeah, we we kind of we, we prayed. prayed about it. <laughs> we prayed that there was gonna be no fights and no shootings, and there was fights, no shootings, yeah, no shootings. Thankfully, but you know, you know. shout out to KC, no shootings. I know. I was like, welcome back. <laughs> so. You're here today. Um, tell us about, like, you know, your upbringing, uh, how you got into skating, man. All right. So it's kind of a long story. Like, I always have been into skating ever since I was a little, little kid. Like, probably when I was six, I just saw people in my area, like in Arizona where I grew up. Um, they had skateboards, all my friends, and I would just, like, go over their houses and like they had extra boards so i would hop on their boards and ride there like and just ride around you know and i asked my mom for a skateboard like i think when i was like six or seven and i remember that christmas i got one but it was like a star wars board i was just like this shit ain't it like i was like this ain't it mom walmart joints literally bro because i got on it and it barely like it barely just moved. And I was just like, this shit's trash. But no, I didn't really say that, but you know. Uh, and so anyways, my birthday was in the spring. I remember there was a video that changed my whole life that opened up my eyes to skateboarding. It was Tony Hawk's Secret Skate Park Tour. And it had like Ryan Sheckler when he was 13. I remember that. You Do you really? I, I, remember that, I remember that video. And the main reason I remember it so much is because there was one... <laughs> One skater on there, mm-hmm. and remember when they were traveling through Oregon, and they went through that one. They went to this one park. Where you mean they, the biker? No, he wasn't a biker, dude. He was. It a, was a skate haunt. Are you sure it was which one was it? Because the one I'm talking about is the first one. That's what I'm talking about. They went to Oregon in the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I remember there was like a skate park with a bunch of balls and stuff, and then there was one street rider that was like, I can't ride any of this. Shit. Oh, yeah. was it Kerry Getz? Yeah, it's Kerry Getz. <laughs> like he was, he was, he was like, pissed. he was super pissed. Bro, oh yeah. <laughs> Harry was so he was pissed. so pissed, and like there was a whole section of the video about like how pissed he was, like Dude, when they got literally. to that part, because he's like, I can't skate shit here. Oh yeah, <laughs> bro, I remember, that show was funny. Yeah, but yeah, that video, I remember just like being the biggest Ryan Shagler fan after that video, because it's like, damn, he's a little kid and he's like killing it and shit. And so after I watched that, I was just like, I have to get a real like skateboard with like real parts and everything. And so I kept asking my mom, like, mom, buy me a skateboard, mom, buy me a skateboard. And then when I 
turned seven, she had my grandpa. He bought me like my first complete when I on my uh, seventh birthday. And so that's when I just kind of started skating and like getting a feel of rolling around. I learned how to ollie on my back patio. And it just like started from there, and I was playing other sports too. I was playing. You said on your back patio, or not? What that? Whatever the fuck it is, a little porch. cement square. Yeah, in the yeah back. like, yeah. It was literally in my backyard. It was just like, I remember in my backyard we had like this basketball court that was like concrete. I would skate on there, little patio, skate on there, and the driveway skate and there. You know what I mean? Wherever, like you know what I mean. And I would learn how to ollie, kick, turn, all that. But at the same time, I was playing sports. So I was playing football, baseball, basketball. And that was just consuming my time. And, like, skating was just a thing I did for fun. But I always was interested in it. You know what I yeah. mean? And so I didn't actually start skating, though, until I moved to Kansas City when I was, like, 10 and a half. And I got back into it. And then I fully just started skating nonstop when I was 12. Yeah. I met um, one of my best friends, Corey. He, like, was a skater, and we met um, in middle school, and he just, like, he had the skater vibe to him. I was just like, oh, shit. Man, that like, shit's cool yeah, as this fuck. This shit's tight, like, because, you know what I mean? I was wearing, that's like, how I was. basketball shoes. Yeah, that's how I was, really? like, too. Yeah, like, uh, age 12, sixth grade. Mm, okay, okay. You know, the skater kids were the coolest kids. Literally. That, and I you know saw I mean? them, like, you know, skating outside of the school one day, mm-hmm. trying to ollie this, like, gap that was, like, this one gap that was by our school that everybody mm-hmm. tried to ollie, but it was just kind of weird. <laughs> Olathe never had any real skate spots, you know yeah. what I mean? But Olathe doesn't really have any spots at all. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, but, yeah, age 12, that's age crazy 12, you said yeah. that. But from there, it just, I quit um, really playing basketball. Like, I was still playing it, but not as much football the same thing and like i just gravitated towards it. i sucked you know what i mean it was hard but like i just kept like at it you know what i mean and right progressing i didn't really start progressing though until i was like 16 years old mm-hmm. honestly because i remember throughout middle school beginning of high school like it was just so hard for me to learn tricks like i was scared i wouldn't commit to shit it was just I don't know, dude. It was difficult. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then I remember when I was 16, I went to Woodward. I got a free week at Woodward. I got, like, a scholarship there. And, like, that shit changed my life. Because I went there. I was like, damn, I'm around, like, these pros, like, these kids from other states and different People cities. to, like, hype you up, you know yeah, what I'm literally, saying? And make yeah. you actually, like, try instead of, like, you know, when you're at the skate park and you don't land some shit and people be like, yeah, you suck. And nah, nah, nah. like, you exactly, know, exactly. Like, yeah. But like positive reinforcement. And, and then if anything, people to like kind of like guide you mm-hmm. to like, you know, to do it better or like, you know, it's like, oh, man, just hold on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just like just just let it flip one time, you know, like, exactly. however, however they, you know, mm-hmm. you know I, I, that's what I love about skateboarding now. It's like so much positive reinforcement. No For matter sure. what level of skating that you're on now. You know what I mean? And that definitely helped me with that positivity, you know, because like back home, like, I mean, all the kids I went to high school with and shit, I got made fun of for it. You know what I mean? So that was just negative. Um, the kids at the local park were making fun of me just because I was just like this, like weird looking. The whole like, poser thing. Yeah, po- like they thought I was a poser and yeah, shit. You know what I mean? Thing. And uh, I had a few friends 
Uh, Quincy's here right now with us. He's one one of the homies I grew Man, up fuck with. Fuck that nigga. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nah. I used to skate with Quincy. Uh, he was one of my home homies that just like remained positive and like was just there with me through all of the shit, all of the bullshit. You know what I mean? Like. He's like, so, bro, this nigga's a square because he skateboards. Like, hey, man, you know, you know, people just like like what they like, man. You know, <laughs> nah, Quincy had throw some hands for you, too. That ass, know, though. Man. Nah, for real. But, yeah, after I went to Woodward, I came back, and, like, it was just like, damn, all right. Like, I'm starting to get consistent. You know, I'm starting to learn grind variations and shit okay. like that. So Okay, and then fast forward to, like, okay. Fast forward to getting covered on the news shit that was when the I viral was, trick i was 19 yeah i was 19 years old and what was the trick it was a one foot crooked grind so that was the variation mm-hmm. for the grind and then the variation it was like a pressure flip out yeah it was a pressure one foot inward no- heel yeah one foot nollie pressure inward, inward heel, heel flip, flip out. out it was an mbd and a, that means for y'all that don't know what mbd means it means never before done mm-hmm. trick and it went viral it was you know crazy how all that shit. And we went were all down. like, Ooh, you know. But then saying? there was the niggas that's like, ah, oh, he did ah, that shit on accident. On ac- yeah. Hey, but no, listen to this. I didn't do it on accident because here's the thing. Prior to that happening, a few weeks before, I was at the TF at Malta's Park, and I was like trying to do a crooked grind, one foot step off, because I saw Shane Benucci do it on Instagram. He would always do the crook step offs, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh shit, that that trick looks tight. And so, like, shout I, out Shane. Yeah, shout He's out to dope. Shane, yeah. the homie. Um, but anyways, like, I was trying it, and I did the step off right, but then, like, I fucking nollie, like, one foot nollie, heel flipped out, and I posted the clip. I was like, what the fuck? Like, that was on accident. But then I was like, hmm, you know, like, why don't I just try to, like, do this actually one footed? Because I was holding, I remember when I was trying it, there would be some, like, attempts where I would do one footed. I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's weird. And so I was like, you know what? Next time I go to my local park in Lee Summit, I'm going to try this. And so when I went to Lee Summit Park a few weeks after that, I was like, all right, I'm going to try one foot crook nollie heel flip out. And as I was trying that, it kept inwarding. I was like, fuck it. Like, why don't I just try one foot crook nollie inward? You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I like, it didn't really take that long. It was under an hour. And yeah. I landed this shit. And I was like, cool, I'm going to post this shit. Like, it's going to, like, I wasn't thinking it was going to go viral or anything like that. I was just like, damn, niggas are going to be like, oh, tight. Like, you know what I mean? Posted it. Like, it got good reaction from, like, local homies and just, like, a lot of my skate followers and shit. But then, like, a bunch of, like, random skate accounts started posting. And I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I remember Skate Crunch Mag posted. Yeah, they put that's that's that when was the it, first that's one. When it, that was, was the, the first, first big one. Yeah, and I was just like, oh shit. And then after Skate Crunch posted it, the Barracks posted it and labeled it an NBD. I was like, oh damn, like shit. Then it's real. <laughs> yeah, like you know what I mean. If the Barracks, if the Barracks label it, then yeah, and they said it was an NBD. Like it wasn't just a random person saying like the Barracks. Like yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, like they're the most like award-winning skate site like that, yeah that's credibility right there so i was just like shit all right dope and then i remember I, it got attention um because after that 
uh, I believe it was Fox News reached out to me through Facebook, mm-hmm. and they were just like, hey, like, we heard you invented a trick. Can we, like, come interview you? I was like, oh. Like, literally, I remember waking up, and, like, 10 minutes prior to me doing the interview, they, te- they like, literally messaged me, and then they were at my house. I was like, what the fuck? Like, it was just random. I remember. pulled up real quick. Literally, I remember just throwing defense, on clothes. Nigga. And I, you, in the interview, if you watch the interview, I just look like I woke up. <laughs> like, I just look so out of it. Can we do it right now? Literally. And I was just like, okay, cool. This and then um, trying to think what happened after that. After that, oh, Kansas City Star. Yeah. I was in the Kansas City Star. Um, Lee Summit Journal. Yeah, it was just like up from there. I was like, oh, shit. Here, bro. You're just popping. Because, <laughs> bro, I'm telling you. Because we well, you like, know you're a local hero. <laughs> that ass a local hero. But no, it was cause it was cool because like you introduced me to the scene, like we talked about earlier, where it was just nah, like not me, man. Not to the skate scene, <laughs> but to like this the like the yeah, scene. Yeah, just the home. You, you know, know I mean? just kinda like the music and arts and the Yeah. You know. But then after that happened, it was like everybody in the scene, not like the skate community. It, like they just like were like oh whatever but yeah. like the actual seeing seeing me be on the news and on like the newspapers and shit everyone was just like oh shit like I started to get respect like in the actual city you know what I mean and that that was like really cool to see just like being like 19 I didn't really know anyone I was just like damn this is dope so yeah and then I remember uh me and you went to LA that fall yeah and a lot like like a lot of shit happened out there. Made some yeah, I remember match. you saw Tyler. Yeah, cause Tyler, he like he knew about my trick. Yeah, cause he saw it on Skateline. Yeah, which, Skateline is like this skate news that Thrasher posts every week, and like it's very well recognized by like a lot of skaters and like a lot of celebrities see that shit too. So like Tyler was just like, he was like, oh shit. I seen you on Skateline because I remember I went to a show with my homie Chase. Shout out to Chase. Um, and like we saw Tyler after his show and like it was him, Taco, and I think like his merch guy or some shit. They're just all like outside the Midland like eating and shit. And like we were, uh, we ran into him just were chopping it up or whatever. And then Taco was like, oh shit, like you that nigga who was on Skateline. And then, like, Tyler's like, wait, what? He's like, let me see that shit. And I showed him the clip, and he's like, what the fuck? He's like, nigga, you are crazy. Like, in his little voice, he was like, nigga. He's like, you better keep skating. I was like, shit, man. Like, thank you. I appreciate it. And he's like, nah, you're fucking good. Like, it was just like, it was crazy. I was just like, And, and what's crazy about the whole skating thing is that that's what took you to, you know, as far as modeling for, mm-hmm. um, Brands like Gold Gods, working mm-hmm. with Gold Gods, um, you know, being a slush cult, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And like, you know, the skateboarding for you really opened up a whole new door. It did. For, it really you know, and, and being out and, you know. So so talk about how you, you know, you made that leap from here to L.A. I remember that. Okay, so this was, okay, so all that stuff that I just talked about, that's when I was 19. And so after our trip from L.A. in September, I remember right when we got back, um, the trick was up for trick of the year. Mm-hmm. Street League posted it. Boom. Yeah. More coverage, more shit. 
and then KMBC News reaches out to me about promoting the fucking trick of the year and shit, like for $10,000 and shit, like I was up for $10,000 prize. They end up winning because the dude who won it, Kyle Walker, like one of the best skaters or whatever, didn't like fucking grind this fucked rail. Like it was just, I was just like, all right. Like that shit's unfair, but whatever. Like I was, I was happy. Yeah, it's Kyle like, Walker. Yeah, dude. it's Kyle Walker. You can't even like hate, but um, yeah, I was just like, you know, I need to take another trip to LA. So in January of 2017, um, I went to LA by myself. I have uh, my cousins out there, so I was just like kicking it with them and shit. And I just went out there by myself. Um, so I was, I think I was out there for like two weeks, and I made a lot of like good connects out there. Came back home. I was like, shit, I need to go to L.A. again. I go out there for a month in March by myself again. And then out there in March, I remember just being there and just like, shit, I need to move here if I want to, like, do this skate shit. You know what I mean? And, like, I I wasn't just doing skating, too. I was, like, modeling for local brands, like, taking cool photos and stuff like that at the time. I was like, so I can try and, like, model while I'm out in L.A. as well, you know? And so that... uh. That April, like a few days after I turned 20, just fucking packed up everything. I, I sold my car. Um, yeah, because you had like a, a dope ass. Yeah, I had a fucking blazer. Yeah, bro. yeah, you had yeah. a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I missed that thing. I sold that. It had some cool ass wheels. I had like I the did. dirt wheels on it. Dude, that shit was shit tight. Was lit, dude. It was. <laughs> I was just like, that was, that was the, the car. And like for they sure. kind of poked out a little bit. Like the wheels, like, you know, like the dirt wheels. Like you mean, he could like. You know, I was going to like the ultimate skate trail. vehicle. Yeah, it was, it was. the ultimate skate vehicle for sure. It was dope. And so I sold that. And I remember telling my mom, like, I'm just going to move out here. And she's like, what? You don't have a plan. Like, you don't have anywhere to stay. I was like, trust me, I'm going to make this shit happen. Kid you not. I told a lot. I told this story a lot. But like, kid you not. Moved out there, bro. I don't know how much money I had. It wasn't that much. But like. I dead ass just started living in Airbnbs, like dead ass, bro. Like I remember booking, like telling my mom, she's like, "Where are you gonna like stay the first like couple weeks?" Yeah, yeah. a couple weeks you're out there. I was like, "Oh, I booked this Airbnb." You know what I mean? Like she's like, "What's an Airbnb?" Like this was when it was kind of relatively new at the time. Yeah, I showed her, and she's like, oh, "Okay, I mean, okay, do your thing." You know what I mean, bro? I get to the Airbnb, <laughs> bro. This shit's ridiculous. It's like 20 niggas. No, man. nigga. It's a fucking outdoor cabana. <laughs> like in somebody's backyard. <laughs> Bro. Like literally. Outside, nigga. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bro. Like there's no. I swear. There's no bathroom. Yep. Bro. It, it was just like. A, it was fucked. It was in Hollywood. It was just literal like tents. <laughs> like tent style set up. And there's probably like 15 niggas in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no! <laughs> you didn't have no tent, nigga. Bro, I did. I did. Uh, I had my own. I mean, okay, own it was a good space. Like the size was good, but it was outside, bro. Like I was, I was just like, damn, I'm in LA. Like I'm hyped. I wasn't even like really Thinking tripping about, about it. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Nice. Yeah, the weather was nice. I was out of Kansas City. Exactly. Nobody was, could judge you. <laughs> no, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just chilling in it. I'm living in a tent in LA. Exactly. In somebody's backyard. For but like two weeks. This is why I moved. This is why I moved. I remember I was just like, um, I was sleeping one night. Like I was there f- like for a few days and shit was fine. And like it was just 
the bathroom was just shared. I was like, I wasn't even tripping about it. But um, I remember I was sleeping and I just, I remember one night hearing like something on the tent, top of the tent. And it was like a fucking rodent or some shit. I was just like, yo, this isn't tight. <laughs> but that wasn't the, that wasn't the last straw. Dude, dude. I remember like I woke up and there was just a bunch of ants in my bed. I was like, oh, fuck this. I called my mom. I was like, mom, I don't know what to do. She's like, she's like, you know what? This one time I'm going to help you out. Like we're going to like figure something out for you. And so shout out. Okay. Cause I remember I just, like, I was mom. like, I had, to, I, had, I had to get out of there. You know what I mean? I was just like, I have to get out of this shit. Can't I'm not going to wake can't up. Can't be living with these ants. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And so I stopped the Airbnb and I remember I didn't have anywhere to go. And, like, I didn't want my mom to, like, book a hotel and just, like, waste that type of money, you know what I mean? Just for, like, a few nights. I remember fucking King Osiris. Shout out to King Osiris. Yeah. He's like, bro, he's like, come crash with me. Like, I got you for, like, a few days until you figure out, like, something, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And he lives up in the valley, so that's, like, an hour away, kind of. No, it's, like, 40 minutes away from L.A. where I was. Exactly. It was, I, dude, it was, it was just insane. Cause I remember, I think I took an Uber up there and he was just like, he's, it was a fucking expensive ass Uber. And like, I remember just packing up my suitcase and just like going there. And I was just like, where the fuck am I going to go after this? You know what I mean? Like I'm sleeping in his living room and like, I was so thankful that I was able to like just stay there, but I didn't know where I was going to go after that. It's like, fuck, let me just try Airbnb one more time. At this point, I'm like, damn, am I really going to have to fucking go back home already? Like, you know, this is what was make it worse, too, because I remember the KC star. They did a whole ass story about me leaving, like just like kind of a fair like, yeah, he, like a farewell. I was like, there's no fucking way my ass is about to like leave and come straight back. You know what I mean? Nobody knows anything. Everyone right. just thinks I'm in L.A. Like, So what did you do next? Fucking booked an Airbnb at this okay. apartment. Right. And I ended up staying there for five to six months. That apartment I booked. And it was crazy because it was another shared shared space. But um, the people I was living with, it, um, it did, yeah, you it know. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It was like it literally that changed my whole life because it was a shared space. And I remember I rented out a couch for like five to six months. I don't know if it was exactly that, but around that. And um, like I would meet new people every day because there would be people who would book the couch, like two couches. There's like a couch and an air mattress, I believe. And they would book it. And um, so you were getting new people every fucking day or every few days and so i remember i had my couch and i was paying a ridiculous price just to sleep on the couch but like i was just like you know what it's a clean safe environment yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like i've, I, I've I done my my like <clears throat> voyage of couch couch surfing as well for like mm -hmm. three years mm -hmm. um in overland park okay okay it was an adventure it is bro it's you know what i mean you can't you can't like can't complain like it's a place to like rate less uh 
rest your head. Oh my gosh. Tongue twister. Rest your head at night. You know, some people have yeah. to sleep on the streets and shit. So yeah. I'm not even like complaining at all. A roof is a roof. It yeah. is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Clean water, you know, shower, um, and a place to sleep. And it's cool because I met a lot of people through that experience, like experience fucking, uh, met this really good homie of mine who lives in London now. Um, well he was from London. And What's he, his name? His name's Dom, actually. Oh, hey. His name's Dom. Shout out to Dom. And he lived he ended up living there for a few months too. And it's just I met I met a lot of different people and um yeah, but I left there because I uh I was so at this point I'm working about full time at the Gold Gods. For those of you who don't know the, who what the Gold Gods is, it's a designer jewelry store in, on Los Angeles, on Fairfax. and um, I need to stop there next time I'm there. You should, bro. Yeah, it's the homies. Hello. Yeah, like, that's the homies for sure. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I was working there, making, like, making decent money, you know what I mean? Um, and the art director um, of the Gold Gods, he was staying up in this house that the Gold Gods had in the valley and he saw my situation that i was going through i was like yo like hey you know we're gonna figure like he was my me and him became like close friends he's around my age you know he's like bro we gotta get you out of this shit like you know like he lived in a fucking three bedroom he's like bro we're gonna i think it was a three or four bedroom honestly it's like you gotta come through here and just like get you a room and like we'll figure something out the rent all that like don't worry about it and that's how I ended up getting out of the apartment situation. And I stayed at um, the Gold God's house until the lease was up. So I moved there, I think, in August or September of 2017 and stayed in that house until April of 2018. So wow. I was there for a fat minute. And that, yeah. was, that was a blessing for sure. Um, yeah, shout out to his name was Dom as well. So shout out to Dom for for doing that. So and Cam, the owner of the Gold Guts. So Yep. Can I be straight honest with you? Mm-hmm. I know shit about skateboarding. So I want you, you want to educate me, me on that. Alright, what do you want me to explain? Um what's skateboarding to you? What's skateboarding to me? Um shit, dude. It's my life. It's all I know for real. Like skateboarding is not just i don't know a lot of people see it as a sport a lot of people just see it as like oh look at these like it's a like a lot of people see it as a waste of time too like why do you constantly throw your body down for something that is going to like make you hurt in the long run or isn't going to get you anywhere you know what i'm saying like that's how other people yeah. tend to look at skating or people look at it like oh it's super cool like it's tight you know what i mean but um to me it, it was one of those things where i as a, i don't know as a kid like my teenage years i just like i was kind of re- rebellious in a sense i had behavioral problems and um skateboarding really just took me away from issues and getting into trouble because if I didn't have that I would honestly be probably in jail just how reckless I was as a child you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and 
skating it gave me motivation and it gave me an incentive to um to just do right yeah mine was karate class okay yeah dope five years that's sick yeah how many belts you got six dang i want a belt bro i think belts are tight dom's got some belts yeah there's a collection Dom, are you a black belt damn damn y'all gotta put me onto that but uh yeah you know it kept me out of trouble and um it just like i don't know dude it it saved my life honestly and i'm so thankful um that i have it and it's yeah it's opened up a lot of doors for me you know it uh, me and quincy were just talking about this like he asked me a question he's like like why do you skate you know like i was just like dude I skate because it, it's like my creative outlet. It's like my art form, you know what I mean? I don't, I'm not good at painting. I'm not good at drawing really, but um, it's something, it's my way of expressing myself. I'm a very, I don't know, athletic individual. So I, I try to do things that are, I don't know, related to fitness and that I'm always constantly using my body because that's how I release everything I have inside of me. Right. And I mean, I work out, I lift, I run, but it still doesn't give me the same feeling as skating because I could go out, skate all day, come home and be drained and literally feel satisfied. You know what I mean? And um, for everyone who ever told me it was a waste of my time or I wasn't going to be shit or whatever, like, look, I mean, shit, I'm here doing this podcast with you right now talking about skating. So like, don't. Don't ever judge people based on what you think is best for them because you never know somebody's story. You never know somebody's thought process or what they're going to do with what they put their heart into. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm just always if someone comes to me and they tell me like, oh, I want to do this or this is my dream. I'm all for it because you never know what the fuck they could do with it. Honestly, like. Especially in this day and age. Oh, hell yeah. With social media, like, dude. Yeah, and the internet's made a lot of things possible. I mean, it's possible to be, like, your own. It's possible to literally just be an entrepreneur and not work. And, like, you might be, like, just getting by or whatever, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? But it's still, like, you're still getting by doing what you like to do, you know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah. Yep. Skating is life. What else is life for you? Shit. What, like right now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Skating. I kind of am talking to this girl. She knows. if she when I'm going to have her listen to this. She knows. Shout out to you. Doing your thing. You know, motivating me. Uh, making, Helping me become a better person. Um, yeah. And then family, friends. Um I kind of have taken a little break from modeling, um, but I'm wanting to get back into it. Not from like the fashion sense though. I mean, obviously if I get an opportunity to do modeling from a fashion standpoint, um, I will. Like if if like the opportunity's right or the money's right, but I want to get more into fitness modeling. I was talking to Dom about that. I was like, dude, I want to do fitness modeling. Like that shit would be tight. You know what hey, I mean? we can work on it. So, yeah, let's do that. And then, yeah, just doing as many different things as possible. Taking film photos for fun now. Shit's tight. Um, Yeah, just, yeah, I don't know. Doing as much as I can. 
It's kind of explore. Exploring. Exploring what your talents and what you're capable of and stuff like that. So what are some of the brands that you've modeled for? Shoot. Should I just name them? Just name a few, yeah. uh, Dope. Shout out to everybody at Dope. Um, The Gold Gods. Adidas Originals, Puma, uh, Puma Sportswear, um, Rebel 8, shout out to Mark and everyone at Rebel 8, um, Slush Colt, shout out to Clayton at, at Slush Colt, uh, who else, um, Zoomies, I did stuff for their, their website, um, damn, let me, I know there's more, uh, Dom, who else? There's misfits. I mean, yeah, that was yeah. that really wasn't modeling though. That was just like Jaden hooked hooked me Hooking up, up and stuff. Shit. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, you did. You said Rebel Eight, right? Yeah, Rebel Eight. Um, man. Um, I know there's more. I did something for Beatbox Beverages. Uh, it's like Puma alcohol brand. Yeah, I said Puma too. Said Puma. Yeah. Uh. What did you oh, just yeah, brisk? I did. Yeah, brisk. I didn't yeah. model. Well, I did model for them, but it was like I did like a skate. It was more shoot. like a skate yeah, ad. Yeah, it was like a thing. commercial and shit. Um, man, I'm trying to think. There was one brand. What was the uh, Dipset? Oh yeah, Dipset. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to Drew for for that shoot. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun as fuck. Yeah, the Dipset shoot. Yeah. And then, uh, man, I feel like there was a couple others I can't think of. You know what I'm saying? You did the Adidas uh, thing. Yeah. You know, and then. Yeah, there's more. And working, more. working on the A6. Bro. I'm working wait, on the I, have you hit them up? No, I haven't hit them up in a while. A, I, fro- I totally forgot about that. Yeah, we, we should, should do we that. Should hit them yeah. Up. yeah, we should have A6. See what's A6, up. that'd be fun. Yeah. But yeah, you know, and many more to come. I just want to do as much as I can, modeling-wise. So, so, KJ... What other passions do you have besides modeling? I mean, you have the, the pictures. Uh, you know he said, "What passions?" Yeah, yeah. Just oh, so okay. Other stuff that you're into. I don't know. That. I'm just passionate about life in general. Just like mental health, dude. There you go. Because that's something I struggle with on a daily basis. You know. Yeah. And I've gone through dramatic ups and dramatic lows, where it's just like mental wise. Where it's like, I could be mentally super high where everything's going good. Because here's the thing with me. When I constantly have things going, I'm just like, boom. Like this week, me being in Kansas City, I'm just like, where I'm around everyone. There's love here. Like I'm doing work, like shit like that. I'm just like at an all-time high right now. But then... I'm going to go back to Arizona because that's where I'm saying right now. I'm back and forth from there in uh, Los Angeles right now. And it's kind of slow out there, honestly. And so I'm just preparing myself to not go back to a low and, like, disappear because I've done that a few times. And, like, Dom's just try to, like, work with me on that. Like, bro, you can't, you can't just, like, disappear. Like, you have to – if you need help and – we're here for you. Not like I need to go talk to a counselor. It's nowhere like nothing like that. But um, just like just friends you know, helping you yeah, out. Yeah, friends just being here because yeah. I got homies and shit in L.A. But like this is where all my fam is. You know what I mean? And so it's just kind of hard being away from like here and you know like this lifestyle, this career I've chosen is really mentally like draining. 
Like, yeah, yeah, it really I, is. Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize that. People just like think that being an artist, if on if I guess I call it an art, um, is like easy. It's not because it can be like super consistent, or you can like not have shit going on at all. Like, and you have to like figure out how to like space all that exactly all your shit out to where it's like, especially like with money. Mm-hmm. You know? What I'm oh saying? yeah, definitely like, with money. Because like being a being an artist is all, is basically being an independent contractor. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like if you're if you're not in demand, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. that's just what it is. You mm-hmm. know? Like you, and you can't. Sometimes you can't even help that. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I, I have a ton of beats that you know I try to. You know, even for me, it's like that I try to sell, and it's mm-hmm. not. You know, some people just ain't in. You know, like it's just not hitting sometimes, mm-hmm. or like you know, it, it, it's all. I feel like it's always gonna be a roller coaster. As much as we try to make it look like it's not, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the hardest part about being an artist is trying to like. I mean, so, and, you, and it's not something you need to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, But I feel like some people try to, like, hide their lows. Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean? Yeah, or, definitely. Or, or, like, they don't, or, like, that's when they don't, like, post at all. Yeah. Or you know be me and delete your fucking social yeah, you media just twice. It. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, getting I can't, a fresh start, man. Dude, I can't yeah. do that, you know? And I have, I'm a, okay. For those of you who know me personally or who followed me or whatever, I'm going to kind of explain to you why I've done this. Mm -hmm. So the original account I had, I deleted that because I was just like, at the time, I thought I was done. I thought I was done with skating. I thought I was done with modeling. I just thought, I thought it was over. I was going to go back to school. You had given up. Yeah, I was going to give up, you know? I was just like, you know, fuck this. Like, the same for me, you know? And then I was like, "Damn, I can't like, oh, you can't I can't be do a, this. You like, can't I be a normal do this nigga. To myself, Fuck that." You know? And so I last summer, I was like, "You know, I'm gonna make a new social media," and I did. And like, I had it for a minute, and then the same shit happened again, where I wanted to give up and stop because I I went back to a slow period, and then I didn't have it for a minute. I didn't have it for a fat minute. I just I got it back like. I don't know. Beginning of the year? Yeah, about beginning of the year, yeah. And uh not beginning of this year, hon. Where are we? We're in June right now. Yeah, probably beginning of the year or end of last year. And um I've had it and like, okay, if I have a slow, I just like I'll kind of like not touch my phone because I'm like I'm not doing that shit, you know what I mean? And at the same time too, I'm a perfectionist, I'm very O C D with everything. So like if things aren't a certain way like Quincy and Dom know this. They know I'm like the like the most OCD dude ever, OCD dude ever. Like I literally I I don't know, I just study shit for a long time and then I'll get over it. Like with skating, like if I fuck up like one bit or if I don't like the way I did something, I'm just like fuck this, I'm deleting this shit. And I'll keep it. Like I have everything I've done. Like I you know what I mean, I don't get rid of it, but I just like delete it cuz I'm just like super particular and I'm just have to relax my mind because they're just like, dude, you have this dope content, you're marketable, like keep your shit up so people can see it. Because if you just keep it for yourself, nobody's going to like be able to see it. See what you do. And that's the, that's the battle that I struggle with every single day on a mental basis is that I know it sounds crazy, but that's the battle I struggle with on every single day. It's just like, damn, no wonder my career is being pushed like aside, like, because or it's taking longer than it should be because 
I'm doing this to myself. It's a battle with myself. It's not anybody else's fault. You know what I mean? I'm getting the opportunities, opportunities provided to me. I'm reaching out for the opportunities. You know, what and I mean? the resources like, are there. The resources are there. Everything is there. It's just like myself is, you know, I have to fight with myself every day. And I don't know, maybe it's something I do need to like sit down and talk to a counselor about my OCD because it's not only that, it's just things on like a normal basis where I'm just like, everything has to be perfect. Everything has to like line up the way it should or else I'm going to like not like be satisfied and then I'm going to like lose it. So I don't know. Yeah. Weird fun fact about me, everybody. I'm OCD as fuck. Yeah. You just have, I mean, yeah. it's just, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, self-awareness is mm-hmm. yeah the first part of everything. Exactly. So. That's why I'm, I'm so big about mental health. You know, I'm passionate about that. I want to, like, I really want to do something for um, one day for just, like, the community. and Because people take that shit as a joke. And it's really something you cannot control, honestly. Like, not only OCD, but, like, anxiety, um, depression. All that stuff is so real. And exactly. Mhm. Yeah, how you're raised, your family uh, history, all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know in my family we have history of just like anxiety and like some depression. It's just like yeah. Mhm. And some people, like people, try to hide that shit. It's like, don't hide that shit. Embrace it because that makes you, you. You know what I mean? Everyone thinks like, oh, like it's not cool to be that way. It, you know what? You need to talk about it and you need to let people know. I used to be so ashamed of that shit. Now I'm just like, you know what? Whatever, because then I, I know I can talk about it with other people and then we can like learn like, oh, like you deal with the same thing as I do. Like, what ways do you cope with this in a healthy way, you know? And one thing I really, um, I'm like, I don't do drugs myself, you know? Like, I don't see anything wrong with marijuana. I think that's medicinal. It's just not for me. But, like, other, like, coping with this with other drugs, like, I, I don't support that. And I want, I want that to change with other people because it's just, you know, I've had friends pass away family pass away and it's just something that i want to spread awareness to like there's other ways of coping with this you know what i mean like in in a positive way yeah and and we were able to like shoot a quick film about um, different artists Mm -hmm. that come out to say that like we support you and that you're not alone Mm -hmm. i think that's something about special about this community is that like we're all together in this Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. how is it um coming back here um, seeing the new skateboarding scene maybe just change a little bit for the summertime. How how's that been adapting just for your just seeing how like the skate cultures changed out yeah, here? Yeah. Um has it changed? A, uh, slightly. So, like I mean more I guess they built a new park in Blue Springs. I haven't seen that yet. Um and then I I don't know, just like I was um doing the skate camp earlier this morning. I was talking with um Dylan who owns studio and we were just we we're kind of chopping it up about just how it's just different now, especially since I from when I was like a little kid, like just how the scenes changed. Like all the people who I looked up to, like in skateboard and KC skateboarding, like they kind of just don't really like skate as much or they're just doing other shit now. 
And I'm just like, damn, like that's kind of, that makes me sad. Cause like I looked up to you guys, you know what yeah. I mean? And it's just like, you guys aren't doing that anymore. Like I get it. Life happens. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I'm not going to like judge anyone on their situation, but it's just like, damn, like as that kid inside me, it's just like, man, I wish I could see them still shredding, still skating, still being passionate about it, how they were when I was like 12 years old and I would watch them in videos because it's just like, that shit motivates me. And so with me, when I try to give up or try to quit, when I have tried to quit skating, I'm just like, damn, not only is this affecting myself, but it's affecting other people who look up to me because I'm just like, I need to remember that at all times. Like, this isn't just about me. No, it's at not. All. It's, it's a way. It's about it's inspiring bigger, people, you know I mean? too. You know because I mean? there are kids who come from similar situations as I did who look up to me, who want to, like, get out of their home life or just, like, school life or whatever they're dealing with that's negative like and they have a skateboard to get them out of that like yeah society like the pressures in society you know what i mean exactly like i want to be that influence like okay you can still like you can you can get out of it even if you come from like basically nothing you know what i mean not saying you're gonna be like a mega star or whatever, but you can do something to change the culture. Yeah, you know and I mean? if anything, like what you love to do, anything you love to do is going to take you somewhere. If any, if it doesn't take you to being the best at what you what that particular thing is, it's going to take you. It's well that will is going to bring in other opportunities for you to like like oh well I also like this too mm-hmm. and then yeah, other people yeah. and then you start doing that too and then other people might pick up on that shit exactly too so it's like I mean the, the skateboarding brought you into the modeling so mm-hmm. now yeah. it's like okay now you do two things mm-hmm. you know yeah. it was ne- next next thing you know like okay through the modeling you're gonna mm-hmm. be doing acting yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. and then you tried to do the podcast thing for a little mm-hmm. bit you know with the home yeah work out, but, yeah it didn't you know, work out with homie for but. A um, but it, it's just like, you know, those things lead to new things all the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, you never there's never just like one end all be all, you know, of anything. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? If you look at even like dope ass stars today, like, you know, even I, I use this example all the time. Jamie Foxx. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Example. Yeah. Like he's a perfect example of like the perfect well-rounded human being to make money doing like 10 things yeah like start off as a comedian throwing parties and stuff then music put out unpredictable unpredictable album was crazy (laughs) unbelievable i think that's a classic album i think i mean i mean i wouldn't say classic because there's probably like three songs on there that i did not fuck with at all but you know it's it's pretty good yeah can i take you home girl or get this, money. Get this yeah. money. Unpredict bro, unpredictable is like unpredictable. my jam, bro. I do something you never done before. <laughs> Baby, so not the usual. Bro, Ludacris's right, right. part on that is uh, like he, he said, let me put a little excitement up in your lifestyle. Sometimes talking the ex, I'm talking right now. Get get better than headaches. What you doing tonight? <laughs> Some say the sex is overrated, but they this just is they doing, doing it right. right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, yeah. But yeah, so bars. Literally. Shout out Luda. I know. But yeah. <laughs> I mean shit. Nah, nah. 
it's just like um yeah don't like i i have to remember that um, just to yeah you know there's people that watch you and you have to be a positive influence at all times because you don't realize the impact you have you know and yeah there's kids watching so it's just like so for all you people out there thinking about giving up do not don't do it you know what i'm saying think about say what would kj do you know what I'm yeah. saying? And then go on with your day. You know what I'm saying? And KJ is not someone who gives up. So Yeah. Even even if you want to give up, don't do it. Even if you want don't to give it. up. Like I won't my body will not allow me to give up because like I just will not be content with it. Like I'll be content with it for like a month maybe, maybe two months. And I'll just be like, All right, this is getting too much. So Anything else? As we're winding down, um, what's next for you? I know you're going back to Phoenix, but mm-hmm. like, what's the move in Phoenix and in LA right now? What's, um, what's going on? What's next? I'm actually, I need to start working on this children's book. Well, I kind of started working on this children's book. I'm okay. a main character in it. Where did this, where'd this ba- come about? Okay, I know. This is like really random. I totally forgot I was doing this. Yeah. So my homie, I used to do these boxing classes and my instructor, his name's Gift, shout out to Gift, um, he's an artist. Like, he he draws and, like, he paints. Super dope artist. Um, and my homie, his homie, uh, Jay Klotz, shout out to Jay, um, is writing a book. And he's huge in, like, the Philadelphia skate scene. And he just wanted to write a book based on, like, I don't know, like, kind of what the skate life is. You know what I mean? But make it in children's book, like, form. And so they hit me up. After Gift found out I skated, he hit me up. He's like, bro, I'm working. I'm, like, trying to, been trying to find a skater to base this children's book around. You would be the perfect um, person to do this. And so, yeah, I can't really say too much details about it because we're still in the rough draft part of it. But, um, yeah. That I should be working on that, and um, KJ, that should be coming out soon. Children's book character. That ass, bro. It's gonna be fun too. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna say too much about that, but that, um, yeah, me and Quincy are putting out some um, some content. Shout out to Quincy Lee. Check him out. Quincy um, V Lee. Quincy V Lee at Quincy V Lee, and uh, and where can they find you, bro? At KJ Dillard on Instagram. And yeah, Instagram's the only social media you have. Well, you got. Snap. I don't have Twitter. Yeah, my Snap's private. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what you be, be showing on there, bro? Nothing. You got I private. Just, you got no, private Snap, bro. My, no. Maybe, I really maybe, said bro. that like be, in a weird way. You be charging seven ninety nine a month. It's not what. What's that shit called? <laughs> a premium Snap. Premium Snap. No, it's not premium. a. It's not a premium Snap. It's just like, it's just for homies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yeah, just Instagram. And I don't have Facebook, but me and you should probably make a Facebook for myself. Just like a business page. Or or not. All right, fuck Facebook then. No (laughs) Facebook. And it is. It is. I haven't used Facebook like three years. But why does Instagram still use it? Because Instagram Instagram is basically Uh, just images. It's not like, you know. 
No, but in order for like a business account on uh, Instagram, you have to have, you have Facebook. your Facebook. Yeah, oh, that's why the only reason why I would have it though, like how come? Oh no no no! I said that. I asked why Instagram's a thing. Damn, I'm tripping. You did. Oh, uh, I was just it's like, true. no. I said, why does Instagram still have Facebook? Oh, uh, yeah, well, well Facebook has Instagram. Oh, okay. oh yeah. And, um, Facebook FB, owns Instagram. I, yeah. my nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Watch yourself. And this is Street Wave. You know what I'm saying? And uh, oh gosh, this nah. has just been here. We've been just been here with KJ Dillon. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, Kansas City native. He roams in, uh, you know, L.A., Phoenix. Go check him out. Skateboarding and modeling and shit. Yeah. Doing his thing. Getting that guap. Nerd. You got any last words? Any shout outs? What do you, you want to do, man? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say some last words. I'll do, like, some positivity shit and just, like, shout outs. Okay. Um, shit, man. I just want to, like, I don't know. I'm just thankful to be like where I am and just like everything I've been through and what I'm going to go through. I'm just like thankful for that. And, uh, I don't know, just love everyone around you. You know what I'm saying? Like you never know, like when someone's last day is, and I experienced that a lot, like a few times this year, you know, just losing loved ones and people around me. It just makes me appreciate those Every day. And you call know? your grandma. Yeah, call your grandma. Call your grandpa. Call your mom. Yeah. Like, like call a friend that you haven't talked to in a minute because, I mean, shit, just enjoy life, you know? Enjoy life. Shit. I, I got to say this for myself, too. Get off the phone sometimes and just enjoy life. Don't let the phone consume you. Even if you're in a cool place or you're traveling, just experience Just experience. Life. Yeah, just experience you know I mean? it. Like, you're get like- off the phone and just experience take stuff in because that's how life's supposed to be it's not oh like filming this filming that like that's cool like do that but then put the phone away and just like focus on the people around you focus on the environment all that and uh yeah i don't know like take care of yourself physically mentally spiritually and yeah shout out reality makers making mm-hmm. shit happen and yeah homies Y'all know who you are, so fam. For sure. Well, shit, yeah. this is a street wave. You know what I'm saying? I'm Dom Chronicles. Yeah. Shout KJ out Dillard. Nate. Shout out Dom. Appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. y'all for having me. Sorry, I've been me. so quiet tonight. My mind's been going. Plus, like skateboarding, you guys have that connection, and I just love yeah. no, seeing that's that. That's you know good. what I mean? So, like, observing this was really, really cool. So, I appreciate Hell you, yeah. man, especially coming through. Uh, another episode out. Dom killing it over here. Hey, <laughs> and we out. Hey!